Greetings, everyone. This is the Sound Health Radio Show with Richard Talk to Me Guy. And Sherry Edwards is, as we know, working on the soundhealthportal.com. If you'd like to know more about the Sound Health Portal, which I highly recommend looking into, it's so wonderful to have it available on a computer instead of lugging around a laptop. You can go to soundhealthportal.com. I suggest scrolling down to current campaigns, and campaigns are free programs that are available now where you do a vocal recording, which means a recording of your voice, and you choose the campaign, and some of the current campaigns are fibromyalgia, corona conflict, PTSD or TBI, and my personal favorite, neuroplasticity, because I like to know how my brain is moving things around. It's kind of like a box of marbles, but I like it to be somewhat organized. And you choose your campaign. You scroll down a bit further. You sign up for a free report. Well, it's really a free membership at the Sound Health Portal. Choose the campaign, and then the system will walk you through doing two 30 to 40-second recordings directly from your computer. And you'll submit that. And you'll get that back within a couple of hours. Two to ten is the most I've ever had to wait. Sometimes it can be a little slow when it's really busy. But you submit your recording right through the system, and you'll get a report back as an email. And I suggest sitting down with a cup of tea and reviewing that report. And there's just a boatload of information in there. And then as you get more curious, I really recommend going back to the soundhealthportal.com scrolling down to the, toward the bottom, and you'll see a button that says Videos. And if you click on that, you can see some of the current demos that Sherry has done online where she's done a live intake with somebody and a particular program that they're going to review. It could be Parkinson's. It could be neuroplasticity. It could be any number of programs or liver. She did her work up on me a couple months ago on liver. It was too always like, oh, but there's always a lot of that, like, I didn't know that. And you can watch a demo of Sherry do a real a live workup. And it's really great to actually see it go through the process because also one of the things that Sherry is always working on is making pie charts or some sort of visual demonstration of the information because it's a lot of information that the system, the software that Sherry has helped develop or is developing ongoingly. But it shows you, one of my favorite charts is the classic pie chart. But when you do a workup or she does a workup on it, the software will show like, oh, here's the thing you might want to look at now. And I really like that because it can be a lot of information and it can be somewhat overwhelming at first. But to have a chart where you can just look and go, oh, there's the thing you want to look at right now, maybe today. That's really helpful. So I really recommend going to the soundhealthportal.com, scrolling down and watching one of the videos. And you can even do that before you do a vocal intake to see what it's all about because it's, it's a phenomenal service. To hear a replay of the show, and I know today with Jill Matson, it's going to be an adventure. When the two of us get together, it's always an adventure. <laughs> uh, you can go back to Sound Health Portal after I, you hear the outro music. You can go back to soundhealthoptions.com, click on the radio tab, then click on Sound Health Radio. And at the top of that page will be the flyer for today's show and a link back to the 
Blog Talk Radio page with links and show notes. And or now I'm very happy to say you can go to talktomeguy.com and scroll down in the episodes section. And this show will be at the top about 20 minutes after the show ends. And there will be, again, the show notes and additional links that I've added, as well as it's designed to be very mobile friendly. So if you are a mobile user, you can listen right from your phone from that page. You scroll down and right below the notes is a player. And are there links to other podcast aggregators or podcast apps that you can use? And you can listen right from there. And if you have any comments and want to make a suggestion for a guest, there's also a microphone at the lower corner of each page, the icon of a microphone. If you click on that, you can leave me a message and say, hey, what about this? So that's very exciting to finally have a really well-developed site, talktomeguy.com. With that, Jill Matson is a prolific artist, musician, and author. Jill is a widely recognized expert and composer in the field of sound healing. She's also produced 10 musical CDs with intriguing magical tracks using ancient and modern techniques and special healing frequencies to achieve profound benefits. Jill is a five-time author and has received many awards for her books and CDs, including Best Music of the Year and Best Book of the Year. Jill has been featured in hundreds of teleseminars and on over a thousand radio shows and magazines. Jill joins us to talk about her newest book, Home of Power, Life of Light. Welcome, Jill. (laughs) Hello. It's (laughs) wonderful to be here. And I'm really excited about everybody using this really powerful tool to alter their life in really wonderful ways. I couldn't agree more. I want to open with this really amazing write-up about you. Jill Matson is one of those multidisciplinary personalities that can affect positive change in our world. She uses music, sound as a path of knowledge that binds artistic and scientific disciplines into one holistic approach. This unity builds an all-encompassing scientific paradigm using the extended laws of music that are found in ancient universal harmonics, which includes sound, shape, number, and color. This is the world of Jill Matson. I recommend this paradigm-transforming work entitled House of Power to the Expert and the Layman as well. Ibrahim Karim, Ph.D., founder of Biogeometry. That's a mic drop mm-hmm. right there. I mean, that really is, that's like, wow. I love Abraham to start with. He's I've interviewed a beautiful him. person. I've interviewed he and his daughter a number of times, and I'm a huge fan of the biogeometry work. And I just think that's, I read that and I went, wow, that's really great. So congratulations <laughs> on that. And yes, and it's all true. And you, because you introduced me. So um, I can't tell you how much I'm indebted for that. They're it's phenomenal wonderful. people. I'm ready to move to Toronto and study biogeometry and just do that. I mean, it's really, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal work. So you have taken this and turned it into your style. Some of this is incorporated into your new book. And mm-hmm. was it, life-changing is a little strong, but it is kind of, I mean, 
you really yes, have taken is. this and combined it with your already. I mean, I, for people who don't know, I've interviewed Joe a bunch of times. And your work has always been this, but it seems like adding the biogeometry or sort of helped dial you in or focus or how would you well, express it? Well, it was that and um, I began to look at my room and notice things like a musical interval is simply two notes played at the same time and the distance apart like if you were on a string playing an open string and putting your third finger down creates a ratio and gives you the feeling of the musical interval so because of all my work with sound and music I began to look at a picture on the wall and imagine what it sounded like and almost feel it I could feel it and I could look at um, a piece of furniture and realize, oh, this is fourth interval, and I want I want a perfect six. So I began to see music in my own home. And the thing that I've always touted about music being such a very powerful transformative tool is that you can listen over and over and over and over. It can be delightful, easy, and it's so inexpensive. And with a lot of listens, very powerful. But it began to dawn on me that even the next step up is creating that music, that harmony, that very specific healing, creating a goal you want to appear in your life, creating um, assistance for getting over a certain illness or a mood or all these things. By creating it in your home, you get a bigger dose Think to all the ancient civilizations. The top of the priority list for their money, and money talks, is sacred sites. Where's all the money going in ancient Egypt? Temples, pyramids, all over the world. Why would they, over creating an army, for example, um, why would they put everything into those sacred sites. Because it look good? I don't think so. It's stemming from a very ancient perspective where I think these very, very ancient people, the gods we call them, just maybe more evolved, were very right-brained and kind of like Sherry and kind of like Donna Eden where they could see hmm. harmony and they could hear it. So Sherry can walk past someone and hear that they're out of tune. And she can also, all by herself without her software, she can come up with a tone to harmonize. So when you think about it, the sacred sites, first of all, they're not necessarily all the same, and but they're for different people. So like if we were to build a sacred site in New York City, we would harmonize the soil, and the, what's the history, what's going on there, who's there now, um, what's there now, and we would harmonize and balance that. And if we went to West Virginia, we're going to come up with a different temple. So you'll find that Feng Shui, for example, which is the closest to what I'm, I'm, I've presented here, it's not the same in North China as South. Go look. There's a really good reason for that. Because the people in the north aren't the same as the people in the south. So 
So we get a feng shui book. We just copy it verbatim, but it's not taking into account us, the um, history or the soil content or the magnetic energies or the 5G currents. And it's really not that hard to get in there and start to create the frequencies of what you want, like Sherry does, but do it in your space. But also, like for a goal, um, think that um, feeling abundant, we all know what it feels like. It feels very different than having a loving relationship or a successful career. And the ancient people were really good at mapping music, actually, which translates to decorating in your space. But they were really good at coming up with sounds and music for anything you could possibly desire. And so what I'm saying is, yeah, you listen to music over and over and over again, and and you get, let's say, I'm making this up, but like a gallon dosage of that healing. Put that in your space. Spend 24 hours a day, and you get 10 gallons very powerful. That's why the ancient people put all their money in sacred sites because it altered who they were, made them powerful. It changed people emotionally, mentally, and physically. And then it was done with shapes, colors, musical notes would turn out to be dimensions, angles. And the things that I've um, researched from all over the globe, because everybody knows that China does feng shui, which is beautiful, but so does India. So did the American Indians. So did the Norse people. I mean, all over the globe, everybody in ancient times is altering buildings and shapes and sacred sites to get something incredibly valuable and powerful, and it's different every place. So I went over the globe and I brought forth many, many techniques to alter your home, like um, using the elements, using numbers, using music, using colors, um, using nature, um, da-da-da-da-da. So does that answer your question? (laughs) Yes. It only opens the door to about 23 other questions. Um, The first thing, I realize there are people here that may have not heard you before or heard us talk before you have been in doing music since you were how old when did you start playing the violin maybe four or five something like that (laughs) just casually oh yeah that so you have always I, i was thinking i was actually chuckling when i was listening to something a lecture that you had done and I was realizing that you have been feeling the vibration of musical notes through your body since you were that age. Mm-hmm. That's it. It was, it was just an aha of that. I have nothing, you know, and I think that must be kind of magical or fascinating. I mean, I was in a marching band, but that wasn't until high school and that was banging mm-hmm. on animal skins. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that's just a phenomenal thing. I've been around a lot of musicians and they all have some kind of quality about them that I can never quite get. 
because I haven't played an instrument that makes a tone or a note as much as, well, I mean, we didn't play the timpani, timpani or something, you get that. But I think mm-hmm. it's just a fascinating thing of having that vibe, you know, having those vibrations, kind of having your body go, wow, what's that? That's cool. We like that. Um, and you yeah. and you transform that into taking it into your environment and into a field of health. It's really quite yeah. phenomenal. And I know yeah, that when well, you when you met Jared when you met Sherry, that that added a whole nother dimension to what you already sensed or knew. I mean, it's yeah. quite it's all quite amazing. There's no question there. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, and I wrote the Secret Sounds Ultimate Healing Book about Sherry's work because I was so impressed that she had taken her extraordinary healing, which I'm feeling and sensing, and made it accessible to everyone. Mm -hmm. So hats off to Sherry. Yeah, boy, howdy. And let's talk about, let's go back to home for a minute, um, Mm -hmm. and we can dance in and out of biogeometry. One of the things that attracted, I'd known about Ibrahim's work for quite some time before I interviewed them, and for me, one of the reasons that it was so beneficial or I am so happy about it is because I stand in front of a lot of computer equipment and screens all day long working. Mm-hmm. And so it was wonderful to have something to help balance my environment. Mm-hmm. And talk to us about not just biogeometry, but the, your sense of this interesting I, I think of what you do is is kind of environmental. A lot of conversation these days is talking about the microbiome and our gut health. And I think what you do is the equivalent to the, of that, only it's about our environment. So instead of transforming from within, we're transforming from without, having an effect, a positive effect, a long-term benefit for our, our systems, meaning the human body. Mm-hmm. And Well, let me go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay, let me say that um, when I went all over the globe and I studied all their ways of creating space in, that you can do in your apartment, your home, good places are where you sleep, um, especially for 5G and other kind of obnoxious currents, um, where you spend your time. So they, they had many ways. But one of their most significant was that nature heals. And when you look in nature, she has shapes. And shapes were so important to them because just like you listen to a musical instrument, you get a frequency from a shape. Think that the interference patterns inside a circular ball are very different than that of a square. And they create a different frequency. Another thing we don't consider is the air patterns. So if you have a ball or or a circular ornament or an elliptical ornament, I have a beautiful little egg shape in my hand. It feels so good. It's found all over nature, and it's very healing. The ancient Egyptians would sleep with an ostrich egg to heal their skull because the frequencies coming from this shape transfer through resonance. It's like a musical instrument to your skull and will heal it and heal it quite quickly. So we tend to think that we're separate from our environment and nothing could be further from the truth. And, of course, the most healing environment would be nature. And and then if you were to have Cherry's 
hearing or uh, Donnie Eden's vision, then you could know when something's wrong immediately. And just look around nature, pick something up, and try to heal with that, see the colors or the sounds coming into harmony or white light or wholeness. And in that manner, that would be the root of herbology. People saw and heard the impact that it made. And then, of course, um, in my book, I'm listing the impact of all these shapes, how to create them in your home, how to, even if you don't want the particular shape, how to create it under a rug, under a table. Um, Fill your room full of items um, to create a goal, to create, to get over um, AHDH, to get over um, being depressed. Um, there's so many things you could do, and it's just like looking through all these charts from all over the globe and designing what you want. And with relative ease, you've got it in your home, and you dose it while you sleep. Now, let me talk a little bit about 5G and um, all your computers. Well, one thing that I learned from Ibrahim, why I learned many, but was that we have a consciousness today that says, ah, microwave, 5G computers. And he's saying there's really two components, that being one. And the other being simply land currents. There are um, positive and negative energy stream currents. Naturally, on the earth, it's, it's like we live in duality. There's lines of energy earth currents that are positive and negative. And not to think that it's good or bad lines. Think more like a battery. And many illnesses are aligned with too much negative. And many illnesses are aligned with too much positive. This is just natural earth energy. And the ancients all over the globe and all these cultures have been dowsing, identifying them, and moving them. And, um, and, and the point being, well, let me give an example. In Stettin, Poland, there was a cancer institute that went to the home of every single patient with several thousand. And every single one of their patients was, on a de- was sleeping on a double negative intersection. I mean, it's not like it influences you a little. And and the solution could be moving your bed a foot. Um, And and the contribution of Ibrahim is is monumental. He has um, gotten into ancient dowsing, which is far more detailed than, let's say, the dowsing that we know today. The dowsing we know today identifies positive and negative currents, and I show you in my book how that's done and how you can do it and how you can make sure you've got good energy wherever you spend your time. But he takes it a step further, and he dissects an energy wave into um, height and width, maybe volume. And by tweaking that component of, let's say, chi energy or very subtle energy, he's able to... Um, be able to do a whole lot more and um, so what he has done is he has come up with shapes that um, will cancel out not just 
man-made negative harmful stuff, but earth harmful negative stuff. And it can be done, like in my book, I show you how the ancients did it with just measuring the energy, the positive and the negative. And then I have a chapter on Ibrahim because, of course, his work goes into much more detail. And um, so, you you know, right now, I used to feel, I'm very sensitive, I used to feel like prickly when I was at my computer. It was like pins and needles in my face. Uh-huh. Now, my computer energizes me. Feels good. Because those weights have been altered. Yeah. That's what I loved about when I, I don't remember when, I think it was after I interviewed uh, his daughter, which teaches some of the biogeometry classes, courses that I got a bunch of, a number of their items for balancing the field. And I feel the same way. I stand in front of a 36-inch monitor, and it was, it took me a couple of days, but it's, it's very, there's a reason this is called subtle energy. It is very subtle, and that's one of the things that people don't quite get sometimes, is they want it to be like a slap in the face. And that's like mm-hmm. expecting nature to be, nature can slap you in the face. Mm-hmm. I live in a fire zone. Nature can really slap you in the face. Or a flood zone. Those are both exciting areas. And it really is amazing, though, that on the long-term beneficial effect of feeling more at ease, I'm much less fatigued than I used to be standing in front of my computer all day. That's, mm-hmm. that's one of the things I notice. And I, and I would also toss in that I remember one of the times when I was traveling around the country doing Whole Life Expo shows that we went to Sedona and we went on a tour with somebody who had been studying this for quite some time to some of the energy mm-hmm. spots in Sedona. And she would take us and say, okay, stand here for a few minutes. And I can't tell you what it was. I couldn't describe it other than to say it was definitely a sense of when you were in a particular area that she had studied or areas in Sedona, you would stand there and you just feel this sort of like almost a cool breeze or a calming or a smoothing or mm-hmm. a softening or a, a bunch of words that are just sort of like groping it like, I don't know what that's called. And I think, yeah. it's, I think we have a sense, the humanoids have a sense, but we just have forgotten about it. I think the ancients and knew that and were aware of it. You can create Sedona in your living room, in your bedroom. The ancients have been doing it in every culture. They've been doing it with elemental energies. The Chinese were particularly good on this with um, balancing, you know, you know, assessing yourself and then balancing with water and earth, literally taking away um, negative energies, adding them exactly what's perfect for you. So like if I'm a stressed person, I want a calm room. Whereas if somebody else is depressed, they don't want my calm room. In Bali, the ancient custom was that the head of the household would be measured, every joint, every everything, and then the house was built in harmony with him. And the deal was that he would be strong enough to to radiate the harmony and take care of everyone else. Kind of like, um, you know, the Pharaoh was... Um, a person who was going to come back and lift up Egypt afterwards. So um, you can create all those feelings with elements, with numbers, with colors, with shapes, with music. Um, I've got different sounds and intervals 
on the back of all my paintings, my pictures, underneath my furniture, um, little splotches of color um, for this ailment, for that goal. And that's another thing, you know, um, we don't really, we think if we want to have something done, we want abundance, we want we want a relationship, we want something, that it's from our actions. The ancients didn't do it that way. They created the energy of what we wanted. And then they would put it all around us so that we became that energy. And like attracts like. It's so powerful. So they really... <laughs> no, I don't want to use that phrase. I was going to use the law of attraction. They really knew how to do that. They created almost... I want to make sure I have this right. They created almost a vacuum to attract what they wanted. Could that be said? Yes. Um, think of it this way. Here's proof. Think of the stylized and beautiful art of Egypt. It's always the same for 3,000 years. I mean, <laughs> I can't keep the same style of art for a year. I mean, I'm in and out and creating and changing. But how come there's no deviation? Because it's punishable by death. These people in these civilizations, I learned this on my Lost Wave of Time book, the people at the top of the food chain knew how to use music and space to control people, to select the values they wanted their people to have, to, um, of course, make their, their country strong and um, have virtues that they want. And they gave them to their people. In China, in Lao Tzu, they would go and measure the instruments of every little village. If, let's say, everybody's listened to flutes, and two villages had detuned flutes that sounded crappy together, then those two villages wouldn't get along because they were absorbing dissonance with each other. So the the emperor required everybody to come in with the Department of Measurements, and they would control the music. They would control the angles at which they stood, and angles come right into colors, and colors come right into musical notes. So the people at the top figured out some type of vibratory pattern to keep their people and themselves on the top of the food chain and anybody messes with it, there's really grave punishments. And they, they're also very secretive about this knowledge. It took me many, many years because whomever knows how to create um, beautiful things in their life in their home first, that's a very powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, we think of this, oh, decorating <laughs> So your home right now is influencing you. The question is, what's the influence? Is it crap? Is it double negative intersections of earth energies? Is it something that's creating a a long-term health issue you have? You can get in there and just, you know, and I think actually the hardest part of this is thinking about what you want and really getting clear about that and then create it in your space. It's like music you can't hear. And um, like if you were to play beautiful music all day in your apartment and go out, then you come in, the apartment feels really good. Or if you go into a room where people have been arguing and doing hateful things, 
or um, crimes have been committed. It feels really rotten. So when you create, and we can't hear anything, but we can feel it. And it's the same when you create beautiful music, beautiful harmony, and not just beautiful music and beautiful harmony, beautiful and music and harmony tailored to you in your home, your space. Can you feel it? Oh, yeah. Just like you can go in front of your computer and say, oh, boy, it feels good now with the devices that you've gotten. And how can we... I'm jumping to one of your chapters because I like nature so much. How can we bring nature indoors? I mean, there are, there are okay. all the myriad of benefits of being in nature. There's the Diana's Barefoot Kroger amazing research about aromatherapy of being in the forest in Japan. They have, she studied the forest in Japan where they go into the forest. They have parks that are set aside for people to wander in that area. And actually, she did the research. She's an MD botanist. PhD, who did research looking at the scents thrown off by the, for, by the trees actually having immunopositive effects and mood-enhancing effects and all of it. How can we bring that indoors, let's say? Okay, well, with scents, think that you have three or optical receptors maybe in your, in your eyes, mm-hmm. and maybe you have many, many, many hundreds in your smell. So which one's more powerful, for starters? And um, so in my book, we, I list the benefits of various fragrances and scents. And also, again, well-known throughout all of the ancient globe, the benefits of bamboo versus a brick, you know, bringing in night, uh, uh, nature in terms of items into your home. But there was a much more profound way in that um, they, the ancient man had a different way of looking at nature. I see a tree. I'm an artist. I see a leaf in a certain shape. But they would like dissect that. And what you find with numbers that Mother Nature um, has patterns she likes, numbers she likes. And they're like thousands and thousands of times. Like five in the golden mean, they're angles is one way to think of them. They're a proportion. They're a number. They're found tens of thousands of time in your body. Every place that something moves, like in between your fingers, <laughs> the shape changes or the proportions of pretty much everything in your body or um, it's like you get a different sound pattern when you're growing your legs straight up. And as soon as you get a curve in a bend, you're introducing some pi, P-H-I. And um, again, um, think of like you're creating your world with an etch-a-sketch. And one knob makes a straight line and the other knob makes a curved line. So nature's favored several patterns. And then the phi and gold mean. And you can create them in so many beautiful, easy-peasy ways all over your home. And um, it, it creates this incredibly beautiful energy. And so um, I would say that's, that's a couple ways. Um, they, how to put it, the ancient people felt that you are nature. You're not apart from it. 
You don't walk in it. You are nature. And out of all the frequencies, the most blessed, healing, powerful set of frequencies, and this is coming from the Hindu tradition, is the frequency matrix of an enlightened human being. Totally healthy um, and enlightened. You know, so having beautiful thoughts, beautiful feelings. And so your body is a temple. Your body is one more home, one more item in nature. And uh, the ancient people would have a million different ways, it seems, to take items in nature and simply introduce it into your body. Um, they would often use like a, as a meditation technique, something like visualization, because when you're visualizing something, imagine it, that's all, we are literally seeing it, feeling it, creating it, recalling those frequencies. We're creator beings with our thoughts and our feelings. So um, they would, um, the druids would shapeshift, and, and not meaning so much that their body changed, they would shapeshift their consciousness. And this is in the book. I have a whole chapter on this. But it's like I um, did incredible research to come into the, the shapes and the sounds and how to shapeshift with, let's say, an eagle. Well, why would, you want to, why would you want to merge your consciousness with an eagle in this ancient technique? Well, for starters, eagles have really excellent eyesight. So people would find something in nature they wanted, like trees. They're very grounded, solid, and so loving. And they had ways of accessing all this bountiful energy and bringing it not only into your home, but introducing elements that you need into your body. And it's just beautiful. It's fascinating. It's, it's an idea that um, nature is enlightenment. Nature's the answer to everything. It's well, God's handiwork. Nature has been doing it for a really long time. And if we continue the direction that we could be going, we could evolve ourselves off and nature will be fine. Nature will go, oh, they'll be back. They've been here before. They'll be back again. They're a little slow Mm -hmm. on the uptake. We'll just wait till then. Um, Mm -hmm. I walk on the redwood trees on a regular basis. And the trees have been here for not quite forever, but next to that. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) they've been here a long time. And it's always amazing to go, into redwoods, well, any nature scene, whether it's coastal mm-hmm. or redwoods, and hang out mm-hmm. because it's so calming. Now, mm-hmm. I, I admit, I get we. It's funny backstage before the show we were talking about that I'm you know cranky, and one of the things that drive does drive <laughs> me a little crazy or kind of really crazy is this madness of people in spandex mountain biking through the redwoods, and I'm like. Couldn't you just get off and walk around and really enjoy it, be in the nature, not having to have it be a competitive jumping thing about how fast you can be going? Take time. Be in nature. Mm-hmm. It's really it's, it's extraordinary, and it has so many benefits of hanging out in it. So the idea of having that, as we, as we talk about it more, I can almost smell scent of, of forest. Because that's one of the things. Absolutely. We, we not only smell that, but we can retain that 
I, I think mm-hmm. scent, you're one of the few people that I could ask this of. I think scent is not unlike the theory of our mind not knowing the difference between a saber-toothed tiger and the real saber-toothed tiger coming toward us. Once we have that in our brain, we can always pull it up and go into a fear state or like, oh, well, that could happen. And I think the same thing can be true of if you have a scent in your brain, I think your brain can retain that. I don't mean the actual scent, but the effect of that scent. So if you yes. can mass it up in your brain, you can have that sense. Is that mm-hmm. true? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like Wonderful. imagination. Yeah. And, and so like the ancient people um, would use sense because we have so many um, found, uh, scent receptors in our, in our smelling like um, anxiety, um, lavender, vanilla, basil, bergamot, chamomile, yunlang, sage, cedar, spiced apples. And the exact opposite here now for depression. Bergamot, um, tuberose, lavender, frankincense, um, lemon, sandalwood, geranium, eucalyptus, lime, pine, mint. So, you know, I have these, you know, one for high blood pressure or insomnia. And so you can use the scent you can use an item from nature. You can use a shape, a color, an angle, numbers of things, not necessarily the written number because that would, the, the symbol would vary per um, language, but grouping numbers of things because uh, of similar things. So like if you have um, two candles, you create a different wave inner pattern, interference pattern than if you have three candles. You can use that descriptively, and that was ancient people's medicine, and it worked. It's very powerful. That's why, you know, I mean, people can go hungry, but they're building those temples because they understood the value of shapes and colors and earth lines and energies to be um, transformative. And there was a lot at stake because another, another country could come in and wage um, war and kill you So um, this was their police. This was their um, criminal justice system. This was their um, child welfare. This was their feed the people. This was their, um, you know, um, making everybody an A-team person. They were using um, sacred space and earth energies nature lines, colors, music, sounds, um, they were using it purposely. And it worked. That's why they did it for thousands, 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 thousands years. It's just subtle. So we don't notice it. We've forgotten. Most of it's free. But we can pull it back in, and your book is a great guide to have that yeah. kind of information because as I, as I look down the chapters, you, you talk about it all in one way or another, whether, whether it's colors or shapes, or as I think I coined the phrase from Abraham about shape form, the ability for mm-hmm. shapes to transform the energy in a room. Now he yeah. designs specific devices, what I call devices, even though they don't plug in and they're not battery powered, they just alter the energy by their shape. And so we can do that with the, the three, the candles or the other shapes. When I think of feng shui, mm-hmm. I think of the classic, like hanging a flute in the corner, old school feng shui, or having running mm-hmm. water in a particular area or that. 
And you're really mm-hmm. combining all of it with color, shapes, elements of nature, elements of everything else, so that we can alter our space, which so we have this really wonderful space that we, let's say, live or live in every day. Mm-hmm. Then when we go out into the world, which shall we say could be chaotic, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you think that the more time we spend in this harmonious environment that we get to become so we get to become that harmonious environment so that when we go out into the chaotic world, dogs will come up and lick our hands because it's like, oh, wow, I like the way you feel. Um, Absolutely. But that, okay. And like frequencies attract like. So you go create abundance in your home with um, item shapes, colors, and so forth, and you go out and spend time in your home, so you're full of that energy, you're confident, the stronger vibe will overcome the lesser. You go out, and guess what you're going to attract? The same. Uh-huh. And the stronger vibe always overcomes the lesser. And that's why the ancient idea of dosage of power is so important. How much healing energy do you get? Can you heal someone with a thousand hours of Reiki, or can you do it in two minutes? I mean, there's a big difference. Uh-huh. Uh, power is like um, money. It's neither good nor bad. And I think power, money, beauty, all got a bad rap because it's been misused. But these items in the ancient world were virtues if used for good, lightful purposes. And um, so that's what this book is about, is, is the ancient way of thinking. is like, you know, if you need to listen to Sherry sounds for 10 hours to regrow a nerve, a nerve or something, um, then it takes 10 hours. But... Um, you know, there's the question of can you add sounds and colors and shapes to it and take it down in half? You know, that's kind of what we're talking about. The ancient people used tools. They're, they're pyramids. A pyramid creates the note of an S. Um, their temples would tune your chakras because they're using the wave interference patterns. You know, classic lessons from Sherry. Um, and you can just... Um, walk in these buildings and get your music, get your notes, get your upliftment, come out different at the other end. And if you spend a lot of time in them, is it transforming? Yes. Think that without your little devices in front of your computer, that noxious energy is associated with cancer. Uh And now you don't have it. So it's maybe hard to measure that the fact that you don't no longer have that noxious energy, you know, you can't really measure that if you didn't use it, but maybe it saves your life. Who knows? Maybe it's good. I'm happy with maybe. I'm okay with that. <laughs> maybe. Why not? I guess I would, t- I would, I would perhaps flip the maybe into like, why not? And it's it yeah. goes to what I talk a lot about with um, during our recent whatever that is uh, pandemic. I'll call it that for now. I was mm-hmm. interviewing a bunch of people talking about could I hear somebody talking about the immune system? Could I talk hear somebody talking about vitamin C and other things that we can be doing to support ourselves? 
and support our systems. And this is this is just this is another big piece of your work is another big piece of let's have an environment that's not threatening our immune system. How about that? Gee, what do you think? You can do anything in sound. And because you can do anything in sound, you can create a building for it or shape or alter your room for it. How cool Mm -hmm. is that? (laughs) You can do anything in sound because everything is energy. That's why. Well, and before when we talked about you, go ahead. Energy changes energy. Yeah. I was going to say that before when we've talked, we've also talked about you being in ancient chambers, ancient rooms. Uh Uh-oh. Jill just dropped off. I know she'll be calling back in a moment, but I'll talk about this for a moment. In previous shows, we have talked about her being in some of those ancient temples. And in these ancient temples, inevitably, um, there are rooms in these ancient temples, and some of them have even been churches, where there's a room that they would go into that its shape form, meaning just shape, they would go in and tone, and that tone would come back on them and have positive benefits or effects or change or heal is a trickier word, but would have an effect on them. Jill, are you back? I am. I don't Great. know what happened. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Somebody didn't like me talking about the pandemic. I don't know. I never know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, what I was saying was that in previous conversations, we had talked about rooms that you have been in, ancient rooms where they would go in and either tone, oftentimes mm-hmm. tone. And how that sound would bounce off of the, the shape form of that room would bounce back and have an effect on the person toning in there. It wasn't just mm-hmm. the to- it was the combination of the toning with the shape of the room that was the altering experience. Mm-hmm. And how you're now saying that we can have that sound in our room, that that will in fact have benefit to us in the room. Period. Yes. As a question. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. And think about, you know, when, when you have a house, things are at different angles and in different relationships. Angles, if you think of light going through a crystal, different angles are colors. Or if you break down the, the ratios of musical intervals, you'll see that um, really kind of like angles are also different musical notes. So if you want to have transparency diagrams, um, enlightenment, health, healing, everything you want is to me, possible through through color, through numbers, through sound, through music, through um, you know items in nature, through um, elements of nature, such as the elements. There's so many ways to heal, and they overlap. You know, like um, Sherry would tell us all that red equates to the note C in a square shape, uh-huh. and the angle, the right angle. Uh-huh. And they're overlapping. And we have so much freedom to play, to create this lovely healing music that changes who we are, especially in bedrooms and places where you spend a lot of time. Yeah. I will say that in my, even with, but I've been this way for a long time, in my bedroom, my bedroom is a neutral zone, meaning I have no electronics. I don't. 
I have bad words that I almost used. I can't possibly imagine <laughs> sleeping with a cell phone near me. Like, what are people thinking? Are you kidding? Yeah. So anyway, I'll just toss that out there. That I don't have any electronic devices in my bedroom. I live in an older house. It's lath and plaster, so I've measured EMF fields, and there's nothing going on in there, and that's just the way I like it. I don't want to, mm-hmm. when I'm resting, I want my body to be resting. I don't want to be assaulted with pings and notifications, any of that kind of bad word. Um, mm-hmm. And I just want it to be rest. How about that? We don't need stimulation while we're sleeping. That's just confusing the body. Like, aren't we resting? You know, when and there's all, no when... reason why you, you can't have a goal per room. So, like, you can select your goal for your room to be sleeping and have it be a calm down spot. You can create sedating impacts with colors, layouts, um, uh, shapes underneath the bed. I've got all kinds of crystal alignments underneath my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a big difference on how much sleep you get at night by how you treat your living environment. Or you could choose a different goal. You could say, I want a really romantic hot spot. And then you might want to put in a different set of frequencies. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. It's just like, cool. <laughs> it's, as I said, I think the hardest part is people need to be serious about what do they want. They need to feel. That's, That's really hard. That healing flower symphonies. When you listen to my healing flower symphonies, it will, it will kind of like scratch out some of your unconscious negative energies because when people fill up with too much pain, they numb it out. And when you numb it out, you numb out the joy, too. It's not a selective thing. You don't numb out bad stuff. You numb out feelings. And so if someone really can't figure out what they want, I would suggest they, they listen to my Healing Flower Symphonies. It will go in and um, touch base with your energies and your subconscious mind kind of vibrate it, make you feel lucky for a second, and then out it goes. And soon you'll regain your ability to feel. And then, you know, it's pretty easy deciding what you want, what feels good. It's that simple. Yeah, it's that simple. Well, I was going to jump in for and say that one of the hard, one of the hard things is, as you say, getting really clear and honest about what you want. And honest seems to be a qualifier in there for me. That you really, it is hard if you ask people and say, well, what do you really want? And they'll like, blah, blah, you know, a big boat, this thing in a house and blah, 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 blah. But the truth is, what do you want? And mm-hmm. that's, a, that's yeah. a gnarly thing. Just exposing mm-hmm. the truth of, I want to live somewhere in a cabin with no internet connection. <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of thing like really do you mm-hmm. want that no I don't no I don't thank you but I know people that like that that that's what they want mm-hmm. to do and I, I you know it's it is really tricky getting to the clarity and I'd forgotten about mm-hmm. the healing flower symphonies um, to get that clear enough to get everything else going on in the world and in your mind in my mind I'll talk about me in my mind, Mm -hmm. to really go, oh, okay, I forgot about that. Or I remember now what makes me really happy. Yeah. It's funny, somebody in chat is saying, the best sleep I ever had was when I was in my 20s. (laughs) Yes, yes, I understand that. 
And, of um, course, your body then is more tuned. So you yeah. have more harmonious sounds that allows you to relax and have that flexibility. As we age, you know, this sags, that sags, we start to detune. And so surround yourself with some of those um, harmonic patterns at your bedside. I'm sleeping so much better now that I've implemented this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm certainly not 20. I wish I was. <laughs> right. Certainly and I, not. <laughs> I, have been, I have been 20 for quite some time. Um, oh, yeah. And what I was going to say is the... As you say, you know, as we age, things sag and, you know, stuff happens. But it's not just, it's an outward manifestation of what's going on internally. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, the sort of classic for those of us that remember Jack LaLanne. Here's a guy who was in his, like, I don't know, 80s. He was 200 years old. I have no idea how old he was because he always looked the same. And he was just fit and tough and positive. And he was an exercise guru in the day. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of those people that are role models. I mean, I had a grandmother that lived to be 106. It can happen. People, you know, just get wow. up every day and do it. And she was active until she was 106. It wasn't like she wow. know, sat in a rocking chair for 10 years. She was out sweeping snow off her front porch until she died. Wow. Uh, without drama. She just died. Oh, Jesse died. Oh, that's too bad. She made an amazing pie. Uh, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, and it was really true. She did make an amazing pie. But, I mean, it it is part of that is I think once the mind begins to sag, the body begins to sag. And the thing is, sounds and frequencies and colors and music alter all of those things. Mm-hmm. Your thought patterns, your feelings, and your body. Mm-hmm. Period. That's science. Yeah. Well, that goes back to, uh, that's that's so perfect as we near the, I, I can't believe we're already toward the end of the show. That goes so back to the thing that Ibrahim said about your work is that it really is transformative. It can be transformative work of if we really do this, we really can have transformation. We can have maybe even peace. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wouldn't that be amazing? To have peace mm-hmm. just within my head. My head is like a box of marbles. Um, I'm certain in some dimension that's what I look like with like a box on top of my shoulders with stuff banging around in it all the time. <laughs> um, because that's just how it is up there. There's a lot of stuff going on and ease and quiet. That's why I've always been that way about my sleeping space. I want my sleeping space to be that. I just yeah. want Think rest about this for a moment. Everybody's got a different skull, a different shape. Does that create a personality? Because when you think about it, everybody's going to have a different wave interference pattern. And that's going to create waves, and, like in somatics, piling up in areas and being canceled out in others. The shape of our skull. And that would mean in an emotional area, which is a physical location in your brain where, let's say, um, you know, action and reaction or... Um, you know, planner or non-planner, you know, maybe the shape of your skull has everything to do with your personality. And um, one of the things, again, by just surrounding yourself with the 
um, shapes in nature and harmonious shapes, you keep ingesting that. And your body does change over time, too. Just a thought. (laughs) Just a thought. I love that. Just a thought. There is harmony. How about that? Look at nature. (laughs) Yes, things kill each other. Yes, things eat each other. But it is all in a harmonious relationship. They all kind of have agreement like, okay, you do this, I do that. Occasionally one of us has to, you know, occasionally a wolf eats a deer and the deer kind of gather and go, okay, who's up for being eaten? You know, I mean, in a certain way, it is all, there is balance. There is balance. We're we're the ones that are flailing around out of balance, Mm -hmm. perhaps. Just saying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I'm surprised to find, I have to ask you for the listening audience, where would you like people to find more about your work? Where would you like to have them find your Home of Power, Life of Light book? Okay. I have two websites. One is jillswingsoflight.com. And as you mentioned earlier, I'm having some work on it. It's loading a little slow. It does load but it'll be fixed in a few days. Anyway, at jillswingsoflight.com, you can get a, um, the physical book or a digital copy. Also, um, if you go to the master classes, I have four and a half hours of videos, um, e-books, and um, a ton of handouts. And I'm selling um, the, the, the class on videos Home of Power, it's for 111 and I'll get $55 off for anyone who loves Sherry and Richard. Um, just um, when you go to buy the class, click on the class and scroll down and you'll get a checkout box and put in the coupon Sound Health, capital S and no more capitals, and it'll take $55 off your price because love, I love Sherry and Richard. And also then at Corona virusdefense.org. I have an hour of music that we must thank Sherry for because she did the work for this. I just put it in music. But there's an hour of beautiful music to boost your immune system. Um, And also at that site, you can get the digital copy of Home of Power and the physical copy of Home of Power. So that's jillswingsoflight.com and coronavirusdefense.org. I highly re- well, I highly recommend it all. Go ahead. And sound health. And the coupon. The coronavirusdefense.org is really, get that. Go there. Supporting our immune system is good. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> the immune system a chance. It will work for us. It's on our side. Yeah. Thank again, you, Jill. It sounds for these colors. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. well, love to everybody. Beautiful music. May you heal. May you be harmony and love and light. Wonderful. Thank you, Jill. Fun as always. Yeah. Always an adventure. That's for sure. Thank you. Okay. Everybody have a great okay. rest of the week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.